Okay, so welcome back to the podcast. This week we're covering the first episodes of all but one of the anime we're watching. Uh, so I guess we're going to start with Shaman King. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was um, honestly entertaining. Well, let me read the synopsis before we go through and then we'll each yeah. give our impressions and vote. Awesome. I will meet you. I've got it right in front of me. So... In the year 1985, a woman gives birth to twins. One of them turns into the reincarnation of the great shaman, Asakere Hao, who injures his family and escapes with the guardian ghost. Thirteen years later, shaman Asakere Yo, the other twin, shows up his power to Mantra, a normal high school student who just passed through a graveyard. Later, in an attempt to expose Yo's secret, Mantra gets in trouble with the delinquent Ryu, who, in the process, breaks the grave of the late samurai, Amidamaru. After seeing Mantra's injuries, Yo avenges him by defeating Ryu using the soul of Amidamaru to possess him. After, In the aftermath, Yo befriends Mantra and Adamaru. Yo then requests Adamaru be his partner, though Adamaru is reluctant at first, but eventually agrees when Yo reveals he managed to get his sword, Haru Sami, repaired thanks to the spirit of his friend, Masuke. Meanwhile, we get another glimpse of, the sh- of another shaman with a spirit slash ghost looking at Yo. So, first in pre- so before we, we can talk about what we felt about the episode, but briefly, pass or kill, the first episode of Shaman King. I go, it was good, so I'm going to give it a pass. I liked it. I'm going to give it a pass. Is that three? All three of us agree that it was good? Okay. So, anything particular in the episode that stood out to you guys or you're interested? I think the art style is cool. Like, they recreated the manga very well. I know this is a remake, sort of, but it it still looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I think we should also note that Markadash is not here for this episode. He's just oh. doing shit. Yeah, he's not here. Well, anyways, we probably should have mentioned that when we started. About three minutes in. Yeah, it don't matter. Art style was cool. I think Yo's a bit of... The generic aloof protagonist right now. He might actually get more characterization further down. I think they're trying to drive home the generic protagonist vibe. You think? I do like the spirits, and I do like the premise that it's clearly not like the generic shaman thing you would think of, where they're like the uh, just medicine men. They're actually possessing themselves of the spirits and using them. More like mm-hmm. a co-op friendship rather than a tool. Mm-hmm. Yep, totally not like JoJo's Bizarre. Technically, this came first. So mm. this is the remake that we're watching. And also, JoJo's the stands don't really have personality for the most part. Whereas these are dead people with histories and life, like the samurai and his buddy, which mm. had a neat little. Story. 
where they both were past or around here because they both regretted not being able to fulfill their promise to each other. Mm -hmm. As for powers, though, it doesn't. We haven't seen really anything, so it's not like we can know. We know the spirits share their skills and they possess the bodies, but beyond that. I mean, technically, they share the muscle memory. <laughs> no, they share the physical ability. It was it was a joke. Just the ghosts, they don't have... Muscle memory isn't to do with the muscles, Apollo. That was a pretty terrible joke. That was, that was part of the joke. So anyone else got any more comments on this, or shall we move to the next show? On to the next one. <clears throat> I wonder what he's going to pull out of the hat next. I'm just going down my list. My Hero, episode one of this season. It was the... Uh, it was the episode. recap episode. Yes. By recap, I mean it just said everyone's powers. It said everyone's powers and name, and they went through a generic little routine thing. I didn't find it particularly interesting, but it's my hero. Um, it did show more of Floaty Girl's power. It was definitely better than the goddamn pool episode. I forgot that episode existed. Why did you remind me? My question is, why does every season... Oh, first, do we all give it a pass or not? I'm gonna mm. give it a pass because it's my hero and the characters are it, fun. It's, it's the first fucking... It's a filler episode. It's yeah. recap. I'm it's gonna give it a pass. Uh, I really wish they would stop doing this. It's one of the biggest animes in the world. You don't. I don't think they need to catch everyone back up on who the characters are. Yeah, yeah but what about new viewers? Who starts a show on season five? Oh, no. Okay, I actually know people who would. Oh, Jesus. In the internet age where you can find all this shit online, why would you start on episode five? Because people are weird. That one was a quick one. Next. <laughs> uh oh. Crazy Roughly Mike five. is picking up. Oh. Uh, next is Magalo Box Nomad. Roughly five years since he won the title belt at Megalomania, Joe wanders a different underground boxing ring to sample Magalo Box gear. Under, oh, with simple Megalobox gear under the name Nomad. His only stipulation is the fight to be legit. While making money to fuel his painkiller addiction, after overhearing about another highly skilled former pro boxer named Chief racking up wins on the underground circuit and scaring off other challengers, Nomad offers to be his next opponent. Nomad recognizes Chief from the bar he visited the other night. While well, Chief appears to know the real identity of Joe. During the fight, No Man realizes Chief was the one paid to take the dive by the promoter's well by KO on a weak punch. In the parking lot afterwards, Chief punches Nomad in the gut, taunting him for relying on painkillers as Joe speeds off into the wilderness on his bike. He encounters a dead wolf and decides to bury it. Later the ghost of Norbert Nanbu returns to haunt him. So I'm gonna give this a pass. I like how it's going in a darker direction. It's also more like Latin focused, which is interesting. 
Yeah. 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 Why the fuck are the painkillers preventing him from seeing Nambu? No, that's not what- no. First off, you- but you got- I think it's his addiction that's making him see Nambu. Because Nambu is dead, clearly. He's gone. Mm. And so he takes it. And it's like for relying on these painkillers. Or maybe it's just the fact that he's been taking them, he's fucking with his head, because it's clearly not good for him. Hmm. I mean, it doesn't help that he's taking painkillers with alcohol. Yeah, he seems to be messing up his body and his head. And he's, more, he's running away from the grief kind of thing, rather than facing it. Which is leading him to be... weird. Mm. Jeff, you got any comments? Nothing particularly stood out for you about this? I'm gonna be 100% honest with you. I didn't watch this one. I forgot about no. it. You should. It's it's pretty good. Yeah, it's on Funimation. That so. said, it is get, it's dark and it looks like that show is going in a particularly darker direction. So I'd recommend putting some light shit yeah, around yeah, you. Yeah, Jesse, Jesse, don't worry. This entire week, I will remind you to watch all of the second episodes of all the anime. Second and thirds are fun, so we can catch up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have to do second and third, because I don't want to call it Spaghetti Easter so, thing. Overall, that seems to be a pass. So that's good. Yeah, cool, next thing. Combatants must die. So, with world domination nearly in its grasp, the supreme leaders of the Kasaragi Corporation, an underground criminal group turned evil megacorp, isn't that every megacorp, which have decided to try their hands at interstellar conflict. Quick die roll determines their chief operative, Combat Agent 6, to be the one to explore at the alien planet. And the first thing he does is get when he gets there is charge into a sacred incantation for a holy ritual to an embarrassing the most embarrassing thing you can think of. So he is then because he fixed the thing, chosen to be sort of help fight the demon lord. Okay. Okay. Probably the horniest anime on our list this week season. Really, yes, probably. You might be. Honestly, really is. But um, also, I'd like to note he literally did jack off. He shot people. I give this one a pass for this week. It seems like it's fun. It's not very serious. It, it seems like. It's nice to root for a villain once in a while, okay? And the fact that he gets, he gets rewarded for doing something really stupid but ch and childishly evil is amazing. If you paid attention when he said it to Dick Festival, that's the password for this ritual now. It, he his, actually like, had a really, like, an actual decent reason if you actually think about it. Yeah, because... It shows that he's actually smarter he than he has. The, the, so the company rewards the people by giving them points for their evil deeds. The more evil the deeds, the more points you get. 
but he's a dumbass, so he was doing things like using his evil points to buy porn and stuff instead of weapons, like most of the humans. Which is probably why he was like the worst agent they could have chosen for that mission. No, he seems competent. He just he seems to mainly be competent and one of their oldest agents, like in terms of how long the company's been around. He seems to have a close connection to the three heads. I mean, is he really all that competent? I mean, he can. Sh he was shooting those demon. He was shooting things. a goddamn demon with a goddamn. He was getting and one every shot goddamn hit. shot. I guess you're right. He was also clever enough to come up with changing the ritual's password to something embarrassing as an evil act. Hmm. That said, I do love his, uh, Agent Six and Alice's relationship where they're both these snarky assholes towards each other. Yeah, that's gonna be annoying. Everyone around them. Now, this seems. They're wise asses around, and the girl. Snow, and she's like trying to outmaneuver these people for her own glory obsessions, and then she ends up being their bitch. Oh, checkmated! Like I will kill you. Um, you're my subordinate now. Uh, yeah, it's fun. I think the show will have a fun dynamic going forward. I don't know if it'll wear out on me, but it seems fun. I'm also more interested in finding out what the hell is going on with this evil corporation, since we know nothing about them. And yeah. all three characters seem to be incompetent and have magic powers. Hmm. Oh yeah, I didn't say what I was opinion was. Yeah, go ahead. I said pass. Yeah, you said it. I didn't. You too? Yes. For now. I'll see if I change my mind later on. Jiffy probably didn't fucking watch it. What do you mean? I didn't watch it. <laughs> oh, okay, that's surprising. So, is this a pass or fail? Straight pass. Okay. Yeah, that one seemed that seems to be one of the more lighthearted ones of the season. Next, I'm gonna say let's cover Italia since it was a five, the literal five minute short. Oh, God, very much. Uh-oh. Your mic's stopping, say your mic's not picking up. Your mic's not picking up. Oh, my internet connection went weird. <laughs> okay. So, for the first episode of the seventh season of Italia, it was about... A meeting between the world powers, or as they're called, oddballs, where Italia is late. Italia is meant to represent Italy. We see Germany interact with them. As the like the. Oh no. And We're lucky America was there because he would have shot everyone. But yeah, Italia is always fun. Yeah, I give it a, pass. I give it a pass. We can talk more about the specific jokes and stuff, but he is pretty cool. I'll give it a pass. I do like how they're relying less on the stereotypes of those cultures, but they're would still you... keeping them a bit 
the one of the first jokes in it was fucking Hitalia pulling out a picture of Germany. I think it was Germany. Drinking no, it out. was Oktoberfest. No, he had a random picture of people at an Oktoberfest. And Germany's embarrassed because he was supposed to be like this tight upper lipped guy. So he was trying to hide the photo where Hitalia's like, my errand was to do this. Why would you do that? Also, I saw a pretty girl and that she distracted me. And then he goes, tries to hug Japan, and Japan's like, uh, I don't, I don't like this. I'm not comfortable. It's Japan. Japan doesn't do things with the outside world. It's also nice to see Russia still psychotic. <laughs> Though I am a bit annoyed they changed the outro song. Oh, I didn't actually want to say anything. I don't think that's really a good call. The old outro song for Italia was Draw a Circle, That's the Year. Draw a Circle, That's the Year. And then it would go into some stuff about the country. Why do you know that? Because it was at the end of every episode, and I binge watched the first like six seasons of this thing, Apollo. Oh, God. Wow. Well, with how funny the jokes are, and for a while it was just making fun of Nazi Germany, so. Hmm, that's cool. Yeah, next one we're on is Paul's favorite of the season. Uh, the World Ends With You, the animation. Episode 1, The Reaper's Game. Our boy no, ne, eh, Neko, Neku, I mean, wakes up at Scramble Crossing without any memory of who he is except for his first name. Okay. He, run, he runs into other people in the who are are players in the Reaper's game, which takes place in a parallel world overlaying ours called the Underground, where they have to fight what is called Noise, and they have psychic powers related to pins. I would, uh, I would just quickly like to note, if you've played the game, you would already know the entire fucking plot. I mean, that's, you could say the same thing for the Persona animes. Which, this reminds me a lot of, like, the Honestly, style. Honestly, yeah, the style. I that's was trying it. to figure out what it, what it looked like, and I, my first thought was, like, cell shading. I was like, no, but close. I'm not sure I like how they're doing the noise. No. With their animation. I do like how they've managed to mask a lot of the 3D stuff they're doing. It's not mm -hmm. possible, but... Yeah, I give this one a pass. This we should start by giving our votes before we start discussing it too much. Uh, I honestly would prefer discussing it before I give my vote, because it might change my opinion. That's the point. That's why you're not... We're just discuss afterwards. My opinion on this one is a nice, solid so, pass. And uh, Chiffy, you want to actually talk for once? Oh, sorry, I was just drinking something. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Oxygen doesn't Wait. count as a drink. Hmm? Say that again? I made a bad joke. Yeah, that's why I didn't notice it. <laughs> anyway, I'll give it a pass. Okay. Yeah, he's just saying, I, 
I'm not sure I'm okay with how much they're relying on three CG stuff for this. Like, I figure the noise mm-hmm. kind of is one of their. CG. It don't matter. Yeah, but how the noise looks wrong. I get they want to make them look otherworldly, but like I feel like they could mix more two D animation in, like their colorful parts, like the non-animal bits, like the claws and stuff. That would look cool if they were CG, like those were animated in a different style. I would prefer to see that. Yeah. Probably a little I, bit better. I honestly actually I, really like how they did it. I also don't like how they didn't mention where he got all these psychic powers. They just say, you have psychic powers. Which, if you play the game, you understand where those came from, but he suddenly I, starts doing things you have no idea how he can do. Because, Craze, the power of letting loose, I believe, was the explanation. He just starts shooting fire, which is okay, that makes sense, he gets, he's a pyromancer, but he, un- with no explanation, starts doing telepathy. Not telepathy, telekinesis stuff. Like yeah, he also did random lightning. No, lightning was from Beat, I think, at first. No, 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 in the, the last part of the episode. Yeah, I think that was supposed to be from, oh yeah, so. It, I do like how they're including some game mechanics in, like the... Team stuff where your partner and you build up a meter and then you can make your super attacks. That's cool. It's almost like they actually wanted to make it entertaining. Okay, first, it's not that hard to entertain, but I feel like they haven't explained the powers or how he's getting these powers. He just seems to get them. I mean, we still have more episodes to go. Yeah, they covered. Like three uh, days, seven day game. It's in, that's as, far as, we know, as far as we know, set this game lasts seven days, according to the episode. We've gone through three of them, and they've told us nothing about the powers except that Reapers exist. There's someone called the Game Master, and they run the mission. Maybe, maybe the episodes will go into depth of what happened on those days. But my, yeah. well, first off, yeah, sure, but. My problem is more, they're not explaining the power. How are we supposed to know what our protagonist can do or be worried if we don't know what he can do? I mean, they'll probably explain the powers later on in the series. It feels yeah, like the first episode was to introduce you to the cast, my man. Just let it slide. You're going okay. on a tangent. Well, that's kind of the point. So, who are Beat and Rhyme, then? Not you, Apollo. You you know about the game. Chippy, what do you know about Beat and Rhyme? Oh, say that again? Beat and Rhyme, the blonde kids. Beat and Rhyme, the blonde kids. Yeah, yeah one, one Google search, Chippy. One Google search, that's all you need. I mean, if I don't want to use Google... <laughs> like, like what, what did this episode... They're totally important characters, but what did this episode tell us about them? They have a name. That's about it. Yeah, pretty much. That and the blonde. Well, and why is the girl using psychic powers? That's not explained. Like, they uh, mentioned briefly that Shiki doesn't... They don't... Ah, uh, Shiki. Uh, Neko. I'm gonna keep calling him Neko on accident, because his name is just too close. Neko. Come on, kids. Is, is good at psychs, but they don't explain what psychs are or how he can just do them. Because the power of friendship. Pretty yeah, much. that's literally the only explanation we get. You have that's to believe. That's the only explanation that you need. 
What do you mean? Just believe in the power of friendship. I just like to have the. I like the power system to be defined. I don't like it to just be brushed over. Just believe in the heart. Almost every anime ever. Well, no, they explain. They have some explanation of what's going on. They don't just tell you it works. Like, uh, Hunter Hunter goes into extensive detail about how Nin works and all the ins and outs of it. One piece of. One piece is literally defined both how devil fruits work and how hockey works. Yeah, Even Dragon Ball has explained how key works, and Naruto had an explanation for chakra. But these, we for this episode, it's just he has psychic powers. Deal with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. but when did you get those explanations? They weren't on the first episode. Well, Goku didn't start off commanding people on the first episode of Dragon Ball, did he? I mean, no. No, but and he did use key intention or subconsciously. Yeah, well, that's, that's basically can... the same thing that's happening here. He just wants to fight, so it just comes out. That's just how it works. It still feels it's... weird that there's just... he just starts shooting fire out, and we're supposed it's to accept that. I feel just... like they could have written that scene better. It's just instinct, Casey. I still feel like that they could have explained it slightly better. I hope they explain it in coming episodes, because otherwise it will make no fucking sense and it will bother me. Hmm. Alright, can we go to the next thing? Because we spent like 10 minutes just on this. Okay. So, that was that. 8686. This? It's 86 one time. It's written in whatever. I'm going to call it 8686, just like people still call Hunter, Hunter x Hunter. So this is the anime about a republic going at a war with a falling empire. We don't know much about either. And this is a war fought with what are called unmanned drones on the border of these countries. And what we have learned is that there are people... In this forsaken area where the war is happening, called the 86, there are what are referred to as pigs and drones piloting mechs that fight each other. And our protagonists are a boy named Undertaker, also referred to as Shin or the Reaper, and a girl named Lena who is their handler. Oh, I just got Shin. Like Shinigami. Yes. And a girl named Leia, Leah, Lena, Lena, who is acting as a handler or their like, their citizen who is their commanding officer. I'm gonna give this a pass. This story feels very fashy to me. No, what do you mean? Give your mean? opinion. We'll start. We'll talk more after you give your pass or fail. I'll say pass. Yeah, pass. So, yeah, this society of all white people with white hair and white eyes is... White eyes. I don't think they're actually a republic. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's a monarchy, in all honesty. They, I mean, there's only a statue to a princess. Well, as far yeah. as I can tell, they appear to be a military-run dictatorship? 
Because the military is, as I said, a jobs program, and that's not a thing unless the military runs everything. Weird. No. <clears throat> you don't say. And also, everyone is way too okay with the, the mass murder of these poor folks on the outside. That's because they don't know. If you... The, it's no, propaganda. No, no. Yes, there's propaganda for the people, but everyone in the military knows they are evil. Well, oh, that's just racism. That's just racism. Yeah. Racism is going to happen. I mean, everyone in... there's got to be at least a couple people who aren't okay with it. Protagonist. Well, yeah, yeah, Lena, I mean... the protagonist lady, she seems to be the only one. And she's seen as weird for doing so. Hmm. Like they, oh, they it's, in, tell it's her implied that, that her father also well, yeah, cares, but, but he's like, and he's not, he's so gone, fucking gone, vanished, poof, no explanation. Yeah, and also the commanding officer, her uncle, told her to stop reporting the casualties of the drones of Ooh. the pigs. It seems wrong. And this uh, specific division, the first division, she's running. Seems to have a lot more casualties than others based on how their previous officers have been reacting or handlers. Several of them committed suicide because of the voices of the dead. I mean, when like they literally have a guy called the Reaper on the fucking team. Well, what he does is he puts his family members, I guess? They're not really... So, they're more like a weird adopted family. He yeah, puts them down. Yeah, he seems to be the one who takes will personally put them down, lay them to rest. If they're in like a situation where they're dying slowly and painfully. Hmm. We don't know anything about the Empire at all, which makes me wonder if they are just as bad or worse. It might probably be worse. Or if they even exist, because there's clearly propaganda going on. Yeah, this is yeah. the propaganda doesn't seem to affect the people in the eighty-six. The eighty-six people seem to. That's because they're not within the country. But it doesn't look like they're forming their own biased opinions, and they're like referring to their handlers and the people in the city as pigs themselves. Which honestly, I think they're more justified. Hmm. It's two sides of the same coin. Uh, no. There's literally an oppressed people being used as weapons to fight a war we yes. know nothing about. And then the everyone else will hate sitting. the oppressed, and the oppressed will hate the oppressors. Two sides of the same coin. Only difference is some of them actually have a decent life, and the other ones are living in a shack where they have to, where they're lucky if they get any food. Yeah. Also, the cat was cute. That's bias. Okay. Wait, my did you guys also notice that they bre- they don't have organic natural food? Yeah. That was that was something that I was like hung up on for a second there. In the, the big flowers. city, they don't have real food, but the eighty-six people they got. Well, they that's because the they have animals. They have animals that are maintaining, but also weird was like the flower on the girl's desk. Those petals were solid. It didn't like flop or anything. It clunked on the table and like a pen. That was yeah. weird. Hmm. Makes me think that everything they have around them is just fake. 
Well, not everything. Because, like, near the out, near, like, the ending area, or not, the ending area for what's-her-name, you saw that, like, she had, like, a bouquet of dead flowers just sitting there in the background. Mm. Yeah, but that seems to be the exception, not the standard. Yeah. It's also weird how obsessed some of the people are with marriage. Like, it feels like these young ladies have their whole life. Yeah, these ladies have their whole life out of it. Two of them are like trying or looking for suitable partners. They brought up a mistress, which is weird. Feels like women are subjected to the will of the men in the society, which is. Hmm. I feel like this show is gonna bring a lot of politics out of me as we watch it. Yeah, more like. Oh, no, clearly not. <laughs> Obviously. I said it is but I think, anything, unless we have anything else to say on this show, we can move huh? on. Got anything else to say about 86? Uh, yeah. How many Nazi connections are we going to make in the second episode? Who wants to, who wants to make a guess right now? Uh, um, more than I would with uh, Tanya, the evil, the stage of evil, or whatever the the Lolly Hitler show. I like how that's the official uh-huh. nickname of that anime. No, <laughs> it's not. It should be technically about <laughs> oh, World War One Germany rather than World War Two Germany, but still. This is the saga of oh, you know, is Tanya the Evil as previously. Yeah. I- which I feel like this is way more fashy than that, which is saying something. Yeah, right next next to anime on the list. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty Boy Detective Club. D- d- yes, that thing. Mayami yeah. Dojima. Uh, I can never read Japanese names, I'm sorry to anyone who gets offended by that. Is a second year student at the exclusive Yubaila Academy Middle School has lost something, a star she glimpsed just once, ten years ago. But help is on the way in the form of the unofficial, secretive, and thoroughly mysterious Pretty Boy Detective Club, rumored to solve problems within the school, most of which they themselves might as well create. For aesthetic reasons rather than financial, these five gorgeous boys sweep Naomi into their world. Into their uh, world of excitement, danger, and overwhelming beauty. I gotta say, I do love how ridiculously over the top everyone in this show is. I'm giving it a pass. Yeah, I really like the art style of it. I'll give it a pass for now. I'm. Interesting. It's definitely interesting. Yeah. I do love how quickly they were to drop their three rules of being a part of this club. Mm-hmm. You must be beautiful. You must be young. The last part cut out there, Casey. Yeah. You must, you must also be a detective. That's the third rule of being a part of this club. That's the third rule. That's the least important rule, then. I have to look out. They don't like being called handsome. 
That's even weirder. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yo, I'm a pretty boy. Did he just call himself a pretty boy? <laughs> We also know nothing about the main guy, the leader of this club. Which because is he's seemingly, um, in, well, like, not known about by the main yeah, character. Like, the main girl knew about every other member, the the sprinter angel leader, the bad and boy. for some reason, that guy who's just not known about is the leader. Yeah. What the, the fuck is he the leader boy. for? Nah. And dead silence. Uh. Got real quiet all of a sudden. Yeah, everyone just stopped talking. <laughs> I do like the dynamics between all the members, and how like the bad boy who's like super serious has that the dumb trope of also being like this super obsessive caregiver where he's like making the food and he's worried about wasting it. Yeah, you know, I think we have another anime like that what? too. The red-haired guy. The little uh, delinquent. Fukurio. Fukurio? Ah, red-haired boy. The bad boy in this. I literally couldn't hear anything that you guys said. No. Oh, <clears throat> sorry. So I love how the bad boy, the red-haired bad kid, is like this super caring dork, where he's like, don't, I don't like wasting food. So he picks up the food off the ground and eats it and stuff. He's like, and then he brings up how the rich kid makes all these beautiful works of art. And they all have like these secret passions. Yeah. I, I don't know how many. The detective club. They, sol they solve problems. But it should just be a group of weirdos club. Well, I think that's more to do with the leader, the blue-haired kid. He seems to be the one who's most obsessed with mystery. You don't see I the don't... first time you see him, he's in like a Sherlock Holmes getup. Yeah, yeah, that was fantastic. Also, the little intro to this was cool. Like, where it's clearly a fu the future with Miami, Mayumi, like, dressed up a lot like a a guy actually, which is weird, talking about uh, the famous Voltaire quote. I may not believe your opinion, but I'll defend your right to have it. And then she talks about all this other stuff. Hmm. It seems like this show is going to have a mystery around who the blue-haired kid actually is and what's going on with him. Yeah. Interesting. It's funny, that's for sure. I also I love the fact how they're all just immediately like, Oh, you're looking for a star? Well do it. Like without a second thought, they immediately jump on the chance to do something as stupid as go to find a lost star. I think they're gonna fail to find that star, by the way. Whoa. I mean, pretty... judging by the fact that the guy had the fucking telescope backwards, yeah, I'm pretty sure. They <laughs> might. Well, I don't, I don't think the star was actually a star. They no, mentioned fire. They mentioned fireworks, so maybe she saw fireworks. But it is 
I do love how enthusiastic the blue-haired boy is. He's just like, he's like the inverse of every pretty boy blue-haired character, like Nagisa from uh, Assassination Classroom. Hey, instead of hey, hey. saying Nagisa wasn't as cool. No, I'm saying he's the inverse. Like instead of being the shy, self, like enclosed character, he's this over-the-top character who's constantly butting into everyone's business and just. He's like a tornado of personality, and he steals a lot of the scenes he's in. So that's what you mean. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm. Yeah, I'll I'll make sure you don't insult Nagisa. Mm-hmm. But Nagisa was a great character. I liked Nagisa. I'm just saying, he was very shy at the beginning. He didn't open up for a while. Mm-hmm. That is true. This, guy, this guy's the opposite of that, where he's just... He literally starts out, says, Hi. Always kills a girl, saves her life, and is like, I'm pretty. And then drags her. Do we want to talk about the fact that that he almost killed a person? And then bat a fucking eye? Or how about the fact he's strong enough to lift a girl who's bigger than him with one arm? This is another good question. (laughs) What is this kid? I mean, are we sure he's human? We just don't talk about that stuff, okay? That's just, that's not the we're not, focus. We're not even sure he's a student at that school. We're not even sure he's a student. Or a kid. <laughs> well, I mean. He did say he was a pretty boy, so we are very clear on that. Yes, that means he's young at heart. That's Those were their exact words when they said you have to be a boy. You have to be young at heart. And beauty comes from the heart as well. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so that was was a fun one. Shall we move on? Yes, from that mind-boggling question of how did that guy get... I'll let you introduce this one, since I think it's your favorite of them. Which one is it? See, the ones we haven't covered are... Godzilla ST, Way of the House of and Negataro. No. The three best ones. So I'll let you introduce Nagataro. Oh. Oh, should I actually pull up a synopsis or should I just say what I remember? Because I actually pull watched this synopsis. first. Uh, I think you should pull up a synopsis just to be safe. Yeah, just to be safe. Because I don't want you Google to pad. Like anything that you shouldn't. My yeah. anime list 2021. Oh, how far down is this? I There's... have all the pages bookmarked, so I don't know. Synopsis. High schooler. Just say senpai. That's <laughs> what we're referring to. No, never no, calling no. him by. No, no, no. It's the uh, senpai. It's Nagataro. High schooler yep. Nagataro Heisei loves to. S- I think you should read the synopsis for the episode, not the show. That's a good point. Yeah, I should. Where do I yeah. find that? <laughs> it should be included on the page. Yeah. Uh, Synopsis. 
It's just quick episode. It should be listed. I know because I just saw it. I can read it if you're not going to be able to find it. Oh, it doesn't have one. Okay. Just go hmm. based off. Then. Hmm. What I remember? It came out recently, yeah. So, yeah. so... So, from what I remember of that episode, uh, let's see. It's literally started with a guy just going to the library, and then immediately... Like, ten seconds into the goddamn thing. No, actually, it was like a minute. But still... Basically, he uh, he had been drawing manga, right? Yeah. Like the uh, stereotypical overpowered protagonist that he was based, yeah, self-insert character. And then a bunch of, uh, and then Nagataro and her friends were also in the library. One of them came over by him. I think this is really in depth for no apparent reason. <laughs> yeah, you could be a lot looser with this. You don't need to go into every freaking yeah, basically. Detail. He had dropped his bag. Manga pages fell on the ground. Nagataro and friends saw it. Started bullying him over it. Once Nagataro's friends left, Nagataro really went hard on him. <laughs> Wait, say that again. Not, I said Nagataro really went, went hard on the bully after her friends left. He, yeah, very, very into teasing this poor dude for no reason. Yeah. And after that, she runs into him at his art club, which he appears to be the only member of, and teases him more. This mm-hmm. is borderline abuse and creepy. I mean, I, I mean, forgot how she, she also accidentally throws him into like. Was it a sewer thing or something? And then yeah, she, she actually apologizes for that. So she's not no, a genuinely gonna... horrible person. Let's give the passes first before we go on. I give a, I'm going to give this a pass as well. Yeah. Okay. I want to talk about that library scene some more. It felt a little rapey. I'm not going to lie. Whatever do you mean? Yeah, what do you uh, mean by that? Are you sure you guys didn't notice that? Or are you being sarcastic? Mm, it can mean whatever you want it to mean. Okay, so, like, he's pressed against the bookcase. She's forcing him back. He can't really do anything against her because she can clearly overpower him. And she's like, oh, you're crying. And she brushes it away, and he's like, it feels wrong at that time. Like, I think they went a bit uh... too far in that scene. No, it's not like they exactly replicated the manga. Okay, mm. but it still feels like it might be a replication, but it feels like they made it too rapey. Like I can see why people would be put off by this. Like if you switch the roles of a guy and a girl, uh, that would be a rape scene. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Which is, I don't know if that should make me comfortable. It's anime. I think she's. Go- I think they're going a bit too hard on her and making it her seem unforgivable. I know it gets better. I've read the manga. It still feels that first episode still icky. I, I think it's wasn't. Supposed- it got better in the second half, though. 
It wasn't that bad. I think it's just grossed me out a bit more than it should have because of, I don't know. But yeah, the second half was much better on that stuff. Her teasing wasn't as forceful. Like, she wasn't pinning them against the wall. It was more light nagging and making fun of typical boy shit like being furry. Which shouldn't really be typical boy shit, but it kind of is. I do think it's well animated. Can you guys hear me? Yes, yes we I, can. We're just being okay. quiet. You, you guys can interrupt. You guys can interrupt. I mean, yeah, but I want to listen to you talk. Okay. Well, yeah, it's well animated. I don't think Nogatara's friends should be as dark as they are. I think one or two of them are supposed to be a lot more lighter skinned. Which is a bit weird. I oh. don't know why they make like, yeah. What's well, the thing is, there's, there's nothing wrong with being dark skinned. It's more of, uh, in Japan, a thing called a, uh, a gara, which are people who purposely tan their skin or like wear heavy makeup to look darker. And they're supposed to be more of like a delinquent thing. Okay. I think is what they're trying to pull off, but as the, when I read the manga, most of her friends were as, or like, very lightly shaded in at all. So it makes me think they're more pale than the others, but they all look darker, which was a bit just my mental mm. image didn't line up with that. As someone who read the manga, but otherwise it's pretty good. Image not line up with that. What's wrong with that? It's just. It's like when you uh, read a book and the main actor in the movie doesn't look how you pictured. It's just a bit off for you. No, 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 no. Better example is talking to someone online and then seeing a picture of them. That type that of thing. That mm. Like, it's just my image of them were a bit different. That said, I liked the characterization. I would hope they, like the manga did, tone back some of the bullying to be a little less far I do like how it is the dynamic is a shy artist boy and a badass small martial arts girl oh also can we talk about that one line oh uh, which line specifically the one that totally didn't have a mistranslation oh the sus hmm. oh yeah, yeah that was the fan translation of that, that we would not know if we watched the official stuff, totally, mm. is that okay. instead of saying you're acting okay. real suspicious from or what you're I've seen on Reddit, From what I've seen on Reddit, okay. there isn't another translation that I found. In the manga, it didn't say sus. It said you're acting creepy or weird. Hmm. Whoever the hell translated that deserves... To be paid more, honestly. I, yeah. No, I don't. I don't like when they throw slang in that. It ends up making it feel dated later. Well, that's the point. Well, if you, that's not the it's point. You don't want to feel right for your time period. I would argue. I would agree that Nogataro is the kind of person who would use slang. For real, but, Yes, but I don't think it. If you want to make a show that has like staying power you want to stay away from that kind of stuff 
Especially using slang that isn't used at all. Yeah. Nah, stuff is used. It's mostly... That is so not... outdated, man. Yeah. <laughs> but the bigger thing line. I still, it's still weird that line is big in Japan. Hello? Yeah, I'm we're still here. We just, we just went quiet. You guys don't need to do it. So, like, line is an app. It was popular when I was in middle school, actually. For talk, sending messages to people and, like, customized emojis. It's basically a crappier Snapchat. It's really big in Japan for whatever reason, because I think cause it gives you like anonymous profiles. No, totally not the Japanese equivalent of chat. Mm. First, uh, it might be, but it's still weird. That's I find it weird whenever they bring up lines. It just doesn't seem to fit. Okay, be like it, a. Is it sad that I actually got the line reference? And the fact no. that they were bringing up line? Is it sad that I actually knew what that was? Mm, no. I figured you would. If you watch anime, anime bring it all, all the time, especially if you're talking about high schoolers. No, they don't. I've seen it pop up a couple times. I only really know the line because it's the same company behind webtoons that made it. Hmm. Anyways. This should be the last one, I believe, for this week. Oh, is it? That's cool. Is it, is it, are we just forgetting about Godzilla? You already did the Godzilla. That's what I was referring to. No, we haven't. We haven't done Godzilla. Godzilla should we, be the last we one. We also haven't done the Way of the House. Oh, Way of the House. Of the there, there you go. There yes. you go. Yeah, I got Chiffy, you want it? You want to do the synopsis for Way of the House Husband, episode one? Oh, uh, yeah, Chiffy, come on. You can't do as bad as I did. You li It's literally impossible. <laughs> yep, but I have to find be it. It's a lot well, be fair, it's a, it's a lot less plot-heavy show, so you should be able to just... You shouldn't have to rely that much on it or anything. Yeah, it's a lot more about the skits. Yes, but I need to find it. And I have... What well, Willie's talking about, you want to talk about the animation style? Because I honestly really like it. Like, I think they worked well with it. Wait, I don't know wait, wait, wait till we get it. it. Do I go in uh, 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 everything and buy it? I've just been using my anime list. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. You're in three different KCs. So we're doing way three of the different times. Way of the houses. I can link the page. Oh, it doesn't have a synopsis for it on there. Of course it doesn't. We can just read the show synopsis. It's a comedy show that covers a lot of it. No. Hmm. Yeah, I can't find it. Yeah, I'll just read the show synopsis then. The immortal Tetsu, or immortal dragon, is the, legend, the legendary Yakuza who single-handedly defeated a rival gang with a lead pipe is a name known to strike fear in both hardened police and vicious criminals. Soon after his sudden disappearance, he reintroduces with a slightly 
change yeah, with a slight change in profession. Now equipped with an apron, Tetsu has given up violence and is now trying to make an honest living as a house husband. I liked this enough to give it a pass, but the animation didn't sit well with me. Mm, animation is kind of like honestly solid pass. I really actually liked how they did this. Yeah. They went with it and they went hard on it and they did it good. Like the jokes are funny. The jokes are pretty funny. The whole boss, what are you doing? I have given up violence. What are you talking? This is very violent. <laughs> already like break, basically break the the guy's arm only to put gloves on him. Like those were funny, but I would have liked it more if the animation was. It feels like they just wanted to make a motion comic. Mm. Which hey. Neat, but if but they're advertising it as an anime, which feels wrong. Yeah. I mean, motion comics are type of anime. I mean, yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know about. It. I don't know if you want to get into specifics. Like, mm, but I don't know. Sure, there's animation. There's animation involved, but it feels like they really wanted to rush this out the door. Yeah. When they do stuff like that. It's like uh, last season of My Hero. There was the infamous scene with uh, Lumillion where they had to basically just turn it into a bunch of steel, fra steel frames. Yeah. Which I have never stopped explaining. Like, the part where this is actually fully animated or they do animated stuff is good. Like, the animation is beautiful. The art is beautiful. It's just, I don't like how it feels like they're cutting corners. Which might be because this was produced by Netflix. It might be on the Netflix side because they want to keep it cheap. Yeah. Or it could also be that's just the style they decided to go with. It could very well be that, and maybe it will grow on me as I watch the next couple episodes. But for the yeah. first episode, it felt weird. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of people complain about the animation style. I can see why it would get on people's nerves. It gets a bit on mine. But the jokes are funny enough to where I was willing to keep watching. I did like the cat skit at the end. That was fun. That was pretty cool. It's like, huh. You just have to go the other way. I'm now in a worse position. Well, bye. I That's, that's straight up just a cat. How did the dog get in that position? The second one or the first one? The second one. I think the dog tried to unwrap itself but somehow went under the thing. No, 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 but there was more rope than the first one. Uh, mm, I don't know, though. Cartoon. It's a cartoon, it's supposed to be ridiculous. Mm. Also, the birthday party was hilarious. That was weird. I'm starting to wonder if his wife is aware of his past or not. I mean, if she That's is... That's a genuinely good question. Probably find out about it later in the series. Like, she's like, she sees all this, like, super serious stuff. She's like, what's this about? She doesn't realize it's her birthday. Mm. When he says happy birthday. And legitimately, Tetsu is intimidating. Like, if I saw that dude, I would shit bricks similar to the salesman. Why? Seems you're like not that intimidating. 
He just looks like a guy you would see on the street. Yeah, it's just a random dude who you would walk by walking down the street. Who's also a notorious Yakuza who single-handedly took down, like, ten gangs in one night? Okay, so who's that? Yeah, 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 real quick, real quick. We live in America. We ain't seeing no Yakuza. Okay, first off, that's not true. We're not gonna see a whole bunch of... Yeah, Mafia, not a Yakuza. Yeah. Secondly, doesn't matter, he is still an... The dude is an intimidating figure with the scars and... His overall attitude, he just gives the don't fuck with me vibe. In your opinion. Yeah. He just looks like your average guy to me. I do love how the police, he paid the police off in coupons so he could get on a hurry to deliver the lunchbox at the beginning. That was funny. That was funny. Hmm. That was actually hilarious. Everyone interacts with him is scared except his, like, home cooking class. Probably because he's been there for a while. <laughs> Did you see that he was, like, a blushing a little bit when he showed yeah, up his food? He's, like, shy. <laughs> he's, it's a fun character. Definitely not how I expected his characterization. I thought it was going to be more hard. No, this is exactly like, where I thought it was going, and I love it. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if these jokes are going to last for five episodes, or I think the second part's going to come eventually, too. Or the whole, like, ten. I don't know how far they'll still take it, but it has been fun for this episode. I can see myself enjoying it. I don't know if this will be a series I come back to after we finish this, though. Uh, won't be the new, maybe. I will I probably go rewatch it. I don't know if yeah. I would ever recommend it to someone. I would. Especially if they hate animation styles like this. Really? It, it might get them to reconsider, you know? Hmm. But so far, the, this season's, at least from what we've picked out of it, has had some pretty good first episodes. Usually they're a bit... The My Hero one might have been the most lackluster so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we still have one more to talk about. And it's, uh... It's kind of like the most unique in my opinion it's time to talk about Godzilla Singularity Point so who wants to do the synopsis for it I'll do the synopsis for it yay the guy with the actual like wiki page or whatever yeah fine <laughs> can I talk now okay <laughs> So Young geniuses, my economy, a female researcher, and you Arakawa, a male engineer, take on unprecedented threats as, as companions. Yeah, with their companions as danger comes up from within the depths. For the first episode, we get introduced to a mysterious signal. We don't know where it's coming from. And it turns out to be coming from a radio observation tower in which a giant dead dinosaur is buried underneath. We also see what looks like pterodactyls attack. That was the first episode, right? 
I watched the first yeah, two, so I'm not. That was the first episode. Sense. Okay, cool. So yeah, ter- what looks like ter- a pterodactyl attacks the small town around, and we get to see it fight with Jet Jaeger or Jaguar. That, that, yeah. that wasn't in the first episode. Shoot. Okay, we do get to see Jet Jaguar. Huh? We do get to see um very interesting looking mech. Yeah, as a mecha fan. Okay, first off, it is the first mech, so shut the fuck up. Respect. It, it. is the first mech. You will respect it. <laughs> but modern day mechas just look so much better. So okay, you just like Gundam then? Just that's that's what no, you're saying. No, Gundam sucks. Gundam anyway, doesn't do mechs right. I give this show a pass. Yep. Pass. That's three passes? I yep. did, so did, did think... literally any anime this week fail? No. The, closest, the only one I even debated was My Hero, because I knew it would be safe no matter what, and that first episode I, was boring. I debated Pretty Boy, honestly. Really? That seemed like it was the most... I don't know, that just seemed insane to watch that first episode. I couldn't that's, not want to exactly watch it. That's the problem. The first episode kind of confused me. Because all of the just baffling. And it's like Clint's health there are boys, but it was not. I think, I think that's kind of the idea. But back to my singularity point. Let's finish talking about that before we go back into discussing other stuff. Yeah, right. I am interested in the, the fact that this is called Godzilla. And we've had no hint. We, the only hint we've had about Godzilla coming is the painting where his name was misspelled. Hmm. I, I would like to note that skeleton was radioactive and totally didn't look like the exact bone structure Godzilla has in some it official resources. It did look resources. very Zilla-like. It did look yeah. very Zilla-like, I'll give you that. Although I don't think it was Godzilla. I think it might might be like whatever the... Was it literally just Zilla? Well, that was the weak pussy ass bitch version. Yeah, probably. Yeah, the pussy ass bitch. Well, here's the thing. This is based off Godzilla. Godzilla is known to have aliens, which that is, is also true. something that base is meant to research and stuff. We also mm-hmm. know that there's something to do with a singularity point. I'm thinking, based off the title and what's going on. Godzilla, that Godzilla like corpse might be the singularity point attracting the monsters. Really? I mean, the signal is coming from underground. The signal is coming from underground. It looked like it to me, at least based off the picture I saw, the corpse was healing itself from bones. Like it looked like there was more going on on the back than bones. I thought that was like blood at the bottom. Like I, I looked at the bottom of the screen first. I saw the red stuff all around the bones. I was like, is is that like a bleeding monster? And then I looked it up and know it's a skeleton. So what's all the red stuff? Yeah. Also, the water red. Oh, was that water? No, I'm talking about. Uh, that's wait, that's never mind. But like, yeah, they depict the water as red in like that painting. Oh mm. yeah. And they, that's. Weird. The only time I can think, only real thing that I think of that has ever brought up red water was Evangelion. Yeah, but we don't need a Neon Genesis. 
I also like how they're playing in, uh, they tie in the monsters to things we already know about. Like, that painting at the beginning is seen as being connected to the pterodactyl. Did we get its name in the first episode? Uh, no. No, I don't okay. think did. So, they'll... I'm gonna just put it here. It's a Godzilla. It's a known Godzilla monster. Its name is well known. It's one of the first. It was Radon. Oh, Rodon. Yeah, that dude. Ra the radio wave monster. Yeah, he was pretty cool. Yeah. So that's it's neat. I hope I hope we get to see a bunch more of the classic monsters in new, interesting ways. Yeah. All right. All right. Now, now here's what I want to know: Is there gonna be more mechs? That's the uh, real question. This is Godzilla, so you're only gonna get Jet Jaguar and Mecha Godzilla, if any. Yeah. Now the real actual question is, will King Kadora be used? Ooh. Wait, probably. A... What's a King Kadora? Is no, the only guy Godzilla. He's a three-headed dragon monster. Oh. I would think that'd be safe for the finale. Yeah. I mean the Hydra. Yeah. It's a yeah. goddamn Hydra. Call it by what it is. No. Well, it's not Hydra. It's different. One, Hydras usually have arms. It does not. And two, Hydras regenerate their heads after you cut them off. And King Ghidorah usually gets his replaced by robot stuff. Yep. Because aliens. Yep. Oh, I thought you were going to say magic. No. No. <laughs> magic. Magic's on Godzilla's side, despite the fact he's a radioactive lizard. Yep. Nah, 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 nah. You know what we really need in this anime? Gamora! That's exactly what I was thinking. We need at least a cameo from Gamora. We I think he's it. owned by a different company. So, that's doubtful. It would be awesome. We need at least a side mention. That's all we need. Though I don't know how the protector of all children would come into a show about Godzilla. I mean, how the turtle protect children? <laughs> it would be a slight we little talk reference. More about Godzilla stuff outside of the show than the actual show itself. <laughs> yeah. Like I figured we'd talk about the AI that's just this random jackass was able to create that gained sentient in like point five seconds. To the point where it actively fights to be uninstalled. I mean, it's implied that that AI wasn't made five seconds. It's implied that it's his person. It's his personal. No, no. Companion. We see the girl download it too. Yeah. Because it's a personal companion AI. Those exist in real life. Yeah, but not. No, that AI is not, sentient. Not that like, advanced. There's no. Yeah. To be able to alter itself at will? This seems insane. Yeah, it's a bit too much. There's AIs that can alter themselves at will. Well, I don't know if I like how they've done Jet Jaguar. Or Jag yeah, I've never said the last name I don't name like right. how it looks. It looks too... It looks too advanced on the inside, honestly. I like, think it, it looks like they... It's look like, it looks like they took, like, a... A Knights and Magic mech, and then they put a Gurren Lagann cabinet. 
My bigger problem is that it kind of just looks like a fat dude with weird arms. Like it has this yeah. op- for some reason <laughs> wrist part can like bend way it's more than it should. It's supposed to look like an old mech. I know it's supposed what Yeah, but like not even like the classic Jet Jet look. I, it is cool that they try to do their own thing with it. I def- I hope they the design gets better over time. This seems like it's a prototype. Yeah, it's just a fat dude who has skinny arms and legs. It's built for durability. You yeah. wouldn't understand it. You're not mecha fans. No. First off, I know it's not built for durability. I've seen the second episode. <laughs> It should be, well, actually, it's actually probably more likely built for functionality because it's most likely a prototype due to the fact that it's been yeah. in development for several years. Also, the fact that motorization of highly advanced mech structures like that is extremely difficult without an incredible amount of gear work and a lot of space. More so, it was built in a garage. That's also true, yeah. By four idiots. Hmm. Okay, three geniuses and one idiot. Yeah, Who's you can't you can't have four idiots make something like that. Okay, the old man is definitely crazy though. Can we agree on that? Yeah. No, I think it's that stereotype where he acts crazy, but he's actually really smart. I mean, he's also... crazy smart at the same time. Yeah, I do find it interesting that one of our protagonists, the girl, studies non-existent things like her that's area a, that's of ex- an actual that's like an actual thing but no like for we're talking she she for, for what we're doing like that seems oddly coincidental yeah it's perfect yeah. for a show about kaiju but because her expertise lies in theoretical beings mm-hmm. like when she's on the bike with the the idiot dude they're having a conversation about her studies, and it's like, well, wait, couldn't a, there be a universe that has no rules? And it's like, technically, yes. And so her entire study is basically trying to comprehend the incomprehensible. Like, that's interesting, and I want to know it's how they're going to... like it's theoretical physics. No, no, she's, she goes beyond theoretical physics. She's going into theoretical universes. Oh. Yeah, that. Like, she talks about a fourth dimensional butterfly. Yeah, a time butterfly would be terrifying. That would be. Like, imagine if it activated a butterfly effect. It literally would be a butterfly effect. <laughs> I'm very interested to see what monsters we're going to see. Because there are a lot of Godzilla-associated monsters. Hopefully they have monsters. They're probably going to do it would be insane for them not uh, to do Mothra. Fight a yeah. moth. Mothra already got its reference. Come on. We need more than that. Oh. I'm also really interested to see how long we get before we see Zilla. Or Godzilla, rather. Gogeta. 
Hmm. Or oh, you call him Kodra? Why did you call him? Oh, on the painting, he's Kojira is like the samurai guy. That sounds valiant. I think it's supposed to be a nod to people who know, which would be most people, especially in Japan, because Godzilla is like an icon. Also, would you like to know that that back room behind that bookshelf was totally where Godzilla was made? Godzilla was made on an island off the coast of Japan. Did yeah. you see that room? I mean, the that room was the fucking weird ye old electric device in the back corner. Here's my theory. This show is from the original Godzilla series. Really? The old. Yeah, I think this is connected to the old school black and white shit. It might hmm. be. Probably. It's pretty cool to see, actually. The, the, I think they show... Oh, no, that's episode two. Never mind. But, like, they're implying stuff about the past. Like... One thing we know is Godzilla has a connection to radio waves in this. Yeah. Apparently. And the monsters seem to be attracted to them. Which mm. makes sense for Rat, because he is the radio wave one. Yeah. But they've also brought up other shit that... Like, they comment on the crystal uh, radio, which is interesting. Which makes me think that's going to come into play later. It could also be how that bone structure is emitting the radio waves. What if it's like some crystalline structure? Could it be like a crystal, like something crystal formed in his chest cavity or something when he died, or because mm -hmm. Godzilla naturally has like a natural electrical stuff from his whole being atomic powered, he might be providing yeah. his own energy. I'm. Also, I don't trust anybody who works at that radio facility. Why? They all... They're super open about having a giant flipping monster. Well, no. people. Totally, totally. It's totally not off the record. You seem too open, you know? Uh, your audio, your audio isn't picking up. Wow. Your audio's picking up, but it's not picking up properly. Yeah, they seem, like, too open about it, you know? Okay, cool. I'd like to note Casey's audio isn't being picked up right now on my end. Yeah, neither for mine. Just... Oh, okay, cool. Um, Fix your mind. Fix your mind. Mm-hmm. Casey, you need to fix your mic. You go fix your mic. Anyways, back on to Godzilla. Yes, Godzilla. Godzilla, Godzilla, Godzilla. Godzilla. Yep. He uh, apparently can't see us either. So I didn't mm. that statement that he just said that I heard from the other room. Well then. Let me just mute my mic real quick. No. He's probably going to rejoin. Okay. I wonder if his audio will now be hearable. There we go. 
So I was just oh, saying, I don't. Hey, you figured it out. Well, nobody. Anyway, so I was saying, I, was I don't. Really shouting it. You. I have headphones on, so I was saying I don't trust the government, or I don't trust the uh, that the government knows any of the stuff that's going on at this place. I, mean, I don't know if the government is aware that that potential I mean, Godzilla is like sitting I there. Said. In the first episode, when he was going down, it was something like there was like a military unit in there. Like, was it War One or Two? Yeah, I think that's and why. And they like, said when they left, up. they completely forgot about it. Oh. Yeah, which is what I show why I thought it's connected to the old school Godzilla movies because Godzilla dies in the first one. Mm-hmm. And it, he was attacked by the military. I think there was even a radio base in that one. Converted it. That still doesn't explain that back room, though. Like, I want to know more about that. I it's the think same that song. house was owned by the doctor from the original Godzilla movie. That's my theory. But what about the tank? And well, I mean, if you encountered Godzilla, think about this: if you encountered Godzilla, you would probably be studying. Shit, that could be connected to. Yeah, I'd probably no, try. If I encountered Godzilla, I would be trying to get a fucking crystal off his back and see how much fucking nuclear power that can I produce. Would... Well, I mean, he's dead. We and first off, we don't know how dangerous those would be, but you might want to learn how it functions. Yeah. My first thought would be harvest. It's a giant radioactive creature. You use it for power. I mean, yeah, but you gotta study it first, you know. You can't just go charging in. You don't know if there will be side effects or if it'll accidentally create more giant 50-foot, 50 50-story 50 monsters? For more yeah. power? Are you saying that would be a bad thing? They barely yeah. killed the first one. Yes. Because it was Japan. America did worse. America sucks at everything. You put that next to Korea, it'll die instantly. <laughs> You're, it's a nuclear-powered lizard! What yep. do you mean? You, you do realize North Korea has missiles that can fire from the center, like their capital, and hit an aircraft carrier, destroying it almost instantly. It took the Almost entire Japanese military force to kill Godzilla in that movie. And you think it's, North Korea will do it. Look, look, it's not about the military force. It's about the actual military technology. It's about what Missiles they're using. Missiles don't do anything to him. Then use a goddamn Gauss cannon. What? Oh, goddamn okay. railgun. Do they, they even they have, have those? Back then, they have them now. Point being, no. it, I don't think you would want to create more. And what you're saying is the guy who encountered it should try to create more. I mean, if that is the guy who encountered it, you look in that lab, I'm pretty sure he was trying to do that. I don't, again, I think it was more of a study because it did say the guy was like obsessed with all kinds of deformation, like. They mentioned microbiology and shit. Yeah. So, again, he might have just been interested in it because it was uh, from a scientific standpoint, not from a 
Because it Christ, would be Christ, interesting. Christ, Christ. There's no such thing You're... as a scientist who isn't a little crazy. Okay, that's completely wrong. And two, They're most scientists, scientists know not to poke the radioactive monster that could make more radioactive monsters. Yeah, but that would be intelligent. Are you saying well, science well, I'm just saying, you... the endeavor to find all knowledge can sometime lead to some stupid mistakes. Except we know, if it is the guy from the original Godzilla movie, he would be the guy who would say, we shouldn't fuck with this. We should study it, yes, but we shouldn't try to recreate it or do anything that dumb. Yeah. Yes, Only but study. The, uh, the easiest way to recreate something is by accident. It's true, but I don't think that's what this is going. Like I said earlier, I think uh, I think Godzilla is the singularity point in the title. Where that corpse is? Because everything seems to be drawn to it. Hmm. I mean, the singularity point could also be like a point in time. Yeah, it mm -hmm. could be, too. It's like when Godzilla resurrects. If Godzilla resurrects. We don't even know if that is actually well, The trailer shows Godzilla walking around. I think Godzilla is going to be walking around. One, Godzilla has had children before who have grown up to replace him. Two, oh. sure, if that corpse is actually Godzilla, it could be Space Godzilla for all we know. You may be. Sorry, is there a difference? Yes. Because yes. we're saying Godzilla and Space Godzilla. You nerds. You're stupid. It's like, like 10 minutes on this line. Yes, there's a difference. They literally fought. There's a movie called Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla. There's an entire movie about it. Come on. The level of stupidity cannot be fathomed. You think that's ridiculous? There's a difference between 90s Godzilla and 2000s Godzilla. Oh, I knew that. That makes sense. And Zilla. Yeah, Zilla's a little and bitch. Zilla, who was a 90s version of Godzilla, is different from the 90s Godzilla and the 2000s Godzilla. Yeah. Zilla is a little bitch. Yes, because Americans made it, and because they, they were idiots. Yeah. America shouldn't allow to be made to make anything related hey. to Godzilla. Hey, we've made a couple good Godzilla movies. No, no, we've made a couple good kaiju movies. We've never made a good Godzilla movie. The last couple have been pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do, do you want to? You want to? You want a spoiler from Godzilla vs. Kong? Uh, no. they team up, Mecha Godzilla. They don't team like, up. They get their ass kicked. Okay, first off, it's literally in the trailers that they team up and fight Mecha Godzilla. So who cares? Is it actually? <laughs> yes. They spoiled the one good part of their movie. The one good part would be if they actually fought the whole way through instead of teaming up randomly at the end. I yeah. wonder where they made this stupid mistake and where they could have learned to not do it. It's also, not like... I, I gotta appreciate that Americans invented the first kaiju, which says how freaking insane we are. What do you mean? It's just a monkey. Well, it's a giant gorilla that was conceived up by a guy who just really likes gorillas. 
gorillas yeah. are awesome. Just wait. And then Japan's like, that's a cool idea. We'll make it a giant radioactive fire breathing lizard. Atomic breathing lizard? It's not fire. Yeah. It's atomic energy. So I think we've talked enough point. about Godzilla in Pacific. Um, I'm excited to see where all these shows go. Sounds like you guys are too. Yeah. I'm kind of sad that the only anime that hasn't started yet is the second season of Illumakun. That starts the next week, so don't worry about it. Yeah. Evil of Uma is going to be interesting to talk about. It's wicked of fate. Not evil. No, 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 no. 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 Trust me, there's there's a distinction for a reason. I know there's a distinction for a reason. Glasses kid, he was evil. No, he was entertaining. He tried to kill also, an entire Chippy, school. Chippy, mm-hmm. you might want to watch the first season of Rubicon before you start watching the second season. Could you say the entire title? Because I don't really remember. Welcome to Demon School at Wilma-kun. Oh. I can use them. Oh, good. It's, it's a great anime, isn't it? Yes. I'm not going to lie. The whole reason I started reading the manga for that was because it looked like my hearing and I thought it might be connected in some way. Wow. Wow, the only reason I started watching the anime for it is because I saw a character who, uh... Clearly like didn't fit the background. I just figured it might look interesting. It was like interesting. Fun. It's a nice slice of life show for the most part. I just realized. Welcome to Demon School of Rumakun is technically an isekai. What do you mean technically? It's labeled I... as an isekai everywhere. Is it? Yes. I don't look at tags when I watch anime. <laughs> I mean, you could technically argue My Hero Academy is an isekai. Hey, that's, that's, that's spoilers. I'm not talking about him like going to a different world or anything. I'm talking more about he goes from being a normal person to ga- being thrust into the world of heroes because he got superpowers. Oh, I see. A metaphorical isekai. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey would, would something like the Misfit at Demon Academy be considered an isekai? Because he I, was reincarnated into the same yeah, world. Reincarn- a a reincarnation. different time period. Reincarnation yeah. are guys. That's a jobless reincarnation. I'm, I've heard that anime is great. I've I've been reading the manga for a while, so I, I'm happy that it's getting more love. Oh, uh, I I was watching the anime, and then it got spoiled for me by my friend. Mm. And then I don't want to watch where it where it gets where where the, the protagonist gets just. Utterly defeated. That's I don't remember. It. He doesn't really get. Oh, it's, oh. It's metaphorical. Don't worry, he gets better. He does as a person, but like. <laughs> How did they spoil that far ahead for you? Because they <laughs> as soon as as soon as they introduced him to a manga site. The first thing they looked up was that manga, 
and they read every chapter. <laughs> and I'm not joking. Someone, I've read every chapter. I haven't read the spinoff, though. Yeah, but he read every chapter while playing StarCraft with me. So we were talking, wow. and he just kept bringing stuff up. Okay, so feels like we got, but now we got much to say about the anime or anything else. Yeah, we just keep veering off topic. Okay, so before yeah. we go, I would like to say, if you can support the official release of these anime, it'll help the creators and it'll help more anime get brought over to the West, which is always good. Uh, if you're looking for manga to read, I highly recommend uh reading the manga for the series we're watching if they have them. And reading, uh, what was it? Treating a female knight like a woman. That's a great one. That's, 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 that should not be considered great. It's a fun show. It's a fun, light-hearted manga, okay? Uh, Zatch Bell, or Gash Bell. This is it's just one of my favorite series ever. Um, like, yeah. any other manga? You guys want to recommend any manga or stories? Oh, read Tower of God. And God of High School, those are two really good webtoons that, no, while no, they no, have no. animation... Watch the no. anime for God of High School. No, the, the anime trash. The anime. The, but the manga in its story is good. Or the manga. Yep. Read the manga. Don't watch the anime. It's garbage. If you feel like supporting it more, you could do that. Uh... But who in their right minds would do that? Apollo. If you're looking for things that are from other cultures, I would highly recommend looking at Epoch of the Dragon if you can find it. It is a very cool Chinese comic. Alright. And, yeah. Enjoy your next week, and hopefully anime doesn't... The anime we've been watching won't get bad. I would like to have our first season of doing this be pretty upbeat and good. Yeah. That said, I so I hope something gets bad enough to where we have to kill it. Mm, I don't know, man. We will have to at least abridge it, though, because um, we will have to elect a best anime of the season, 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 and a worst. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know, I know. I already know. I already know what's probably gonna be there. So okay. Well, I'm KC signing off. You guys. Say whatever you need to say. Cool. Shifty, you go next, because I'm the one actually recording the stuff. Wait, hold up a second, hold up a second. Flippin' darn it. Follow your stuff and then sign out. <laughs> I am apologizing. I am the one doing all the actual editing stuff. So if you notice any weird stuff happen with the editing, that's because I was bored. And I apologize. Signing off. Chiffy, I will probably just. Mm, what? <laughs> your presence annoys me. <laughs> oh.